Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hit it! In the end, it's all about voter enthusiasm. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold today's edition of Allegedly. And in San Diego, one anchor man more men than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Organization. Did you see what happened? They just came out a little while ago. Stop tape. I saw what happened. The World Health Organization came in line with Graham Ledger. And what Graham Ledger has been saying since April, as the data began coming in about the Wuhan coronavirus, but, but more so what Graham Ledger has been saying about this crazy thing called the United States Constitution. I don't care what the World Health Organization says. The World Health Organization is an arm of the United Nations, and the United Nations does not care about the United States. In fact, the United States' mission these days is to destroy and take my money and give it to another country. Destroy the United States. Destroy my liberty. Destroy my freedom. Destroy my free market. Take away my home. Take away all my earnings and give it to a third world country. I don't give a hoot about what the World Health Organization says. But then again, it's kind of nice to see this mea culpa that the president is referring to. Oh, when I saw this, I jumped all over it. Told all my friends, went on to social media. I said, I told you so. World Health Organization falls in line with Graham Ledger. And it's simply this. Well, I'll let the president tell you. Roll tape. And they admitted that Donald Trump was right. Stop tape. All right, Mr. President, you were right. Could be, we were on the same page here. And the page is very simple. He put it this way, the president did, that the cure for the Wuhan coronavirus cannot be worse than the disease itself. And clearly, clearly, history will judge 50, 100 years from now. They will scratch their heads and they will say, what in the hell were they doing in California? I want to talk about that real briefly in a moment. What in the hell were they doing in New York where the governor of the state put sick people inside the nursing homes? The most vulnerable in our society, the governor of the state, put the illness all around the most vulnerable in his state and he's not facing any criminal charges. Could you explain that one to me? Why is Andrew Cuomo not facing 
some sort of criminal investigation at this point for what he did. They're more concerned in New York about Donald Trump's tax returns than they are about killing people because of the edicts of one man, the governor of New York. But he wasn't alone. They did it in California too. The governor there who can't read, who's really got some, I would love to hear some shrink analyze the way he speaks, his jaw clenched, the way he kind of jumps up and down like that, hair slicked back and, oh no, there's always, a, there's always someone else to blame, not him. Climate change, it's my SUV, not him. Not him mismanaging the forest. No, no, it's my SUV. And therefore, my SUV is going to be taken away by the year 2035. That's it. So the World Health Organization comes out and says what the president has been more or less saying, but he hasn't been able to say it quite the way I have. And that is the draconian response to the Wuhan coronavirus is completely out of line. And all of this stuff has been discredited now. My buddy Daniel Horowitz, um, latest headline, CDC study, 85% of COVID-19 cases in July were people who often or always wore a mask. Are you listening, Mr. Pritzker in Illinois? Are you listening, Mr. Wolf in Pennsylvania? Mr. Murphy in New Jersey, wacko nutcase Whitmer. There's another one on her. The latest out of the Michigan Supreme Court, you know, she lost this uh, challenge over her unconstitutional edicts to lock down the good people of Michigan. So she appealed it. Headline out of CNN. Oh, this must be painful for CNN to write this headline. Michigan Supreme Court rules against governor again, ending COVID-19 executive overs. It's over. It's over. In Michigan, it's over. It's done. Sayonara. See you later. You are free in Michigan. Oh, if only the people of California had your freedom. Kind of like they do in Florida. I love looking at videos from Florida right now. It's It's kind of like being behind the Iron Curtain where I live and I'm, I'm in uh, East Germany, Czechoslovakia, uh, maybe in Moscow. And I'm, I'm peering, of course they didn't have the internet back then, but I'm, I'm looking at a film of people having a good time in the United States, in Texas, throwing a party in Texas, in Dallas, in the 80s. Remember Dallas? Maybe they would watch the television series Dallas and think, oh my goodness, is it all like that in the United States? doesn't matter. You have the freedom to be like that, to be like JR if you want. So this is the way I am. I look at these surreptitious pieces of video being posted on social media of bars in Florida, a rally where the president is speaking in Florida. Can't have that where I live. We are limited for Thanksgiving to three families. Did you know that? The governor of my state says, yes, Grammy, you can have Thanksgiving, but you've got to limit it to three families. That's it. Doesn't matter 
what the First Amendment of the United States Constitution says. doesn't matter what the, 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 uh, the Constitution of the state in which I live says, which doubles down on the Bill of Rights. That doesn't matter. You are only allowed to have three families. Three families. And you better wear a mask and you better social distance at Thanksgiving. No kissing grandma. No hugging your aunt. No sharing in the joys of, quote, our free culture and our Declaration of Independence, which is being trampled upon, and our Bill of Rights, which is being shredded. None of that. No. We must capitulate to the edict of one man. Is that what the framers of the Constitution wanted us to do? Is that what is the spirit of Thanksgiving is all about? Thanksgiving predates this country, right? Giving thanks for the freedom, the religious liberty that the people who came to this continent sought. They were cherishing and they were thanking God for their freedom, in particular, their religious liberty. And here we are, 300, 400 years later, and we have these governors of certain states that say, no, you're not allowed to celebrate your freedom. We have to limit your freedom. I suggest when people ask me what they should do about it, folks in California, there's only one thing I say. Resist, resist, and resist. If you're a business owner, open up. If you're a restaurateur, open up. If I'm not suggesting that one restaurateur fall on the sword and the, the health department and everything else rains down on them because that will happen. But what if, what if everybody did that? What if all restaurants said, screw it? Screw it. I'm going to live life. And so when I see these stories out there of these restaurants trying to open in Illinois or trying to open in New Jersey or in California, I applaud them and these other businesses. I applaud them. Live your life. And there's a story I just saw on the Hill in Colorado, a nursing home. The residents of a nursing home staged a protest. How heartbreaking, pathetic, and unconstitutional can you get? These poor people, old people, elderly, in their wheelchairs, out there demanding. It makes you want to cry. Out there demanding that they're able to hold the hand of their grandson or granddaughter. It is I never, ever thought we would see this day in this country where the freedoms and the liberties of Americans and Americans who have been on this planet for 60, 70, 80, 90 years are being denied. That is a contributor to death. That is a cure worse than the Wuhan coronavirus, and it's what the president has been saying. Let's hear more from him because he touches on this. Roll tape. The lockdowns are doing tremendous damage to these Democrat-run states where they're locked down 
sealed up suicide rates, drug rates, alcoholism, death by so many different forms. Stop tape. The, the, the president is dead on target. I just, it's amazing to me how the residents of these states in California, let's just compare California and Florida. How is it that the majority, and clearly the majority in California, either are asleep at the switch, don't care, or love the governor who can't read? How can the people of California, the majority of the people of California, there's some good people in California that are pushing back every day, and God bless them. But how can the majority of the people of California look at what's going on in Florida, if they're paying attention at all, and see the freedom, and see the liberty, and not want it themselves? Has California gone off the deep end that far? The residents, I'm not talking the state. I'm talking the people in California, in Los Angeles County, 10 million people strong. Are, is the majority, 5, 6 million people, the majority of the residents of Los Angeles County, are they that asleep? Are they that malinformed? Have they drank that much Kool-Aid? Meted out by a Marxist socialist governor who blames everybody but himself for when things go wrong. Mask mandate issued on June 18th of this year. Yet the Wuhan coronavirus numbers go up. Whose fault is that, Governor? Why, clearly, it's the people's fault. It's not my fault. What do you mean, Governor? Well, clearly, it's not enough people wearing masks. There are too many deniers out there, too many followers of the president. Oh, thank you for that answer, Governor. That's the way the mainstream media is in California. They throw these softball questions at the governor, don't hold them accountable, and don't say the obvious. You are screwing with people's lives. You are literally killing people in your state. You are crushing the economy, and you're driving businesses either out of business or out of the state. There's a county in California called Riverside. It is east of Los Angeles, east of San Diego, and it goes all the way to the Arizona border. It encompasses Palm Springs. Palm Springs is like right in the middle of Riverside County. It's just north of Imperial County, and Imperial County butts up against the border with Mexico. It is not as secure as San Diego County, which butts up against the border with Mexico. San Diego County is now the most secure chunk of of our border that exists. Because they, they only have double, they, in some cases they have a triple layer fence there. I mean, it is, it's a marvelous thing to see. If you haven't seen it, I suggest the next time you're in San Diego, go down to the border. Go down to TJ and look at the United States from the Mexican perspective. You ain't getting in there. At least not in San Diego County, but in Rivers, or Imperial County, which is just east of San Diego County, it's not as secure. And we see Mexicans coming up from Mexicali, which is basically like Tijuana is to San Diego. Mexicali is a huge city just south of Imperial County. It's estimated two, three million people. They don't know because they don't do census like we do in this country. But it's a huge city. And so you have a small border crossing, not as secure as San Diego, and you have all these people coming up from Mexico, either legally or illegally. And then they're flooding 
the hospital in Imperial County. It's in the, uh, the, the, the main hospital is in a small town called El Centro, which has fewer than 50,000 residents. And it's being overwhelmed. And so where am I going with this? Well, because this small hospital or hospitals in Imperial County are being overwhelmed, these patients from Mexico are being shipped to Riverside County. You see what's going on here? You live in Riverside County. You're never going to open. You're never going to fully open. And by the way, the four tiers that this nutcase governor of California has come up with, I don't know the, the color, I don't know what it is. It's, it's so arbitrary, it's, it's cuckoo. But people in California are following it. It's so 58 counties in California not questioning it. They're saying, oh, we're, we're in the purple tier, but we want to go to the red tier. And then hopefully from the red tier, we can go to the orange tier. And then by God, maybe we'll get to the yellow tier. Here's the thing, California. Have you looked at these tiers? The, the final tier is not normal. It doesn't say anything about normal. It doesn't say 100% anything. Say, well, you know, we ought to have the restrictions in the yellow tier. Where's normal on the scale, California? Are you paying attention? So Riverside County gets the overflow from Imperial County, and these people are largely Mexican, okay? Nothing against Mexicans. I love Mexico. I consider myself an honorary Mexican. But it's screwing up the system. And here's the system. This is where I'm going with This is how nefarious the governor who can't read's plan is for California and why I say Riverside County is never going to be fixed along with Imperial County. Never going to be normal at this rate. The current numbers, this is out of Riverside County, the current numbers and new, quote, equity component. I want to talk about that in a moment. I'm going to explain that. There's an equity component to the numbers in California. You're not going to believe this. Component, this equity component factored into the metrics would make tier reassignment. These are the four tiers from red to orange. So you start at purple. That's the worst. Red is, eh, you know, maybe you're allowed to live 10% of your life. Literally, they're based on percentages. For example, gyms can open at 10% in the red. So you go from red to orange. That's the goal. That would be the third tier, right? Under Governor Newsom's blueprint for, quote, safer economy, this is what he calls a safer economy, is out of reach for the county of Riverside. Out of reach. It'll never be in reach at this rate. Unless somehow the flow from Mexico stops, which is another reason why we need a secure border, by the way. But they're also coming up legally, and this needs to be addressed by our federal government, by the Border Patrol, by immigration agents, by the Trump administration. This is very important, and it's harming real-time people in Imperial and Riverside counties, and not the gut of California, by the way, in the San Joaquin Valley. But harvest season is ending. It's, you know, it's, it's year-round in California, but obviously it's more intense uh, during July, August, September, October, not so much, and it's starting to wane, obviously, in November when a lot of the workers start heading back to Mexico. But is that going to happen this year, given the Wuhan coronavirus? So this new equity component. Now, this is the important thing. Little did these counties realize, and I, I apparently, I don't know if even all 58 counties realize this. This equity component gives a higher value, a bigger weight to people who are minorities in judging the numbers. In other words... If there are 10, and this is horrible, 
I hate to talk this way, but this is the truth. If there are 10 white people in Riverside County with the Wuhan coronavirus, that counts as 10. But if there is one Latino or Latina, someone Latinx, someone of Mexican descent or, or whatever, Latin American, they're weighted more. You see? Maybe, I don't know what the metric is. He's making it up as he goes. It doesn't matter. It's so ironic, isn't it, when we talk about three-fifths a slave? Mexicans count more than white people in California in judging the coronavirus numbers. Black people count more than white people in California. Asian people can't count more than white people in California. Do you believe this? If you do not believe me, please look it up. It is called the equity component in the nutcase governor's judging of whether you're going to get out of COVID hell uh, or not. Um, it's, it's an incredible, incredible way to do business. And, and it's obviously discriminatory. Um, and, but it's, it's life in California. Now, I have this soundbite from... Uh, Bernie Sanders that I've been dying to play. Having more people in jail than any other country on earth disproportionately Latino, African American, and Native American Get to the point, country. Bernie. But I will tell you what else this election is about. As important as all of those issues are, health care is a human right. Stop tape. Free health care. Roll tape. Decent wages. Stop tape. That means uh, minimum wage goes up way, 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 way high, way high, more, more uh, to the stratosphere than businesses can afford. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care because little known to most people, there's codicils in these union contracts when the minimum wage goes up, their wage goes up too. Did you know that? Again, you don't believe me? Check it out. Google it. Verify it. Most of these union contracts, when the minimum wage goes up, the union wages go up as well. Roll tape. Decent educational opportunity, enormously important. Decent educational opportunity. That means free college. Roll tape. But I'll tell you what else this campaign is about. It's about whether we retain the democratic foundations of the United States of America. Stop tape. In a sense, he's kind of hit the nail on the head here. This is what the election is all about. It's about what the modern Democrat Party is and where it wants to continue to take this country or putting the brakes on that. Donald Trump is the firewall between Bernie Sanders and the United States Constitution. It's that simple. Whether you are offended by Donald Trump's tweets, you women in the suburbs that apparently have a problem with Donald Trump's tweets, you've please got to look at the big picture here. Donald Trump is the firewall between socialism for your children and liberty for their future. It is that simple. Did you know that the latest calculations are now the 10 million people have early voted? This is incredible. This is incredible. More, almost 2 million in Florida have voted already? Michigan, almost a million. California is about a half a million. Virginia, about a million. These are important states. California is done, obviously, but Virginia is probably done also. 
I mean, let's, let's face it. But Michigan is in play. A million votes. Florida, almost two million votes. These are very, very important states. North Carolina, about a half a million have voted already. Arizona, not very many. They're not sending out the, their, their uh, vote by mail just yet. And neither is Nevada. But those are important states as well. Those numbers will come. But uh, roughly 10 million people have voted already. And think about that in context with Joe Biden coming out and saying, scratching his head and saying, I'm a proud Democrat and I'm running for United States Senate. I'm a proud Democrat and I'm running for United States Senate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say anymore. How many of these 10 million votes have voted for Joe Biden already? But they didn't hear that. And maybe they heard it. And now they want to pull back that vote. This is one of the problems with all vote by mail. We're still roughly slightly less than three weeks from the election. Well, what if, what if Joe Biden has a stroke? You know, God forbid. I'm not wishing that on him. I'm just saying we also know there's an October surprise or two or three or four or five or 100 coming. Could change the dynamic. October surprises can work both ways, folks. Yet 10 million people have voted already. And you listen to these, these, these people, if you listen to these people, on Drudge. And I, I only go to Drudge to see what the opposition is doing now, okay? But they're out there in the mainstream media. This latest one out of ProjectsEconomist.com. Joe Biden has a 90% chance, 91, excuse me, 91% chance of winning. They've got his uh, electoral votes at somewhere as high as 422. (laughs) That's beyond landslide uh, material. If you kind of uh, average, uh, they they predict somewhere in the neighborhood of 320 electoral votes. And for Donald Trump, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 250 or something like that. If that doesn't add up, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Because I want to talk about Kevin McCullough who has been dead on target. He's been a a pollster since 2016 calling races. I want to leave you with some positive news because in the end, this is all about voter enthusiasm. And it makes a difference that thousands of people wait in line for Donald Trump in Florida or or wherever he pulls up Air Force One in in the hangar or has a, a rally between now and election day. It makes a difference because people are engaged. Trump voters are engaged. They are enthusiastic. The Joe Biden voters with the little circles around them or the, the, the parade of cars, of three cars. <laughs> Did you see that video? The Joe Biden parade. Of car- Compare that to the Trump parades that we've seen in Florida or in Texas or even certain parts of California. There's been huge Trump parades. The Trump voters are engaged and they are enthused. And Kevin McCullough's numbers, I believe, are reflecting that. Here is his prediction right now, this moment, three weeks to go. Joe Biden, 198 electoral votes. Now, all you have to do as a Democrat presidential candidate is show up and have a pulse, and you're going to get 198. California's 55, and and New York is, is 29, Washington 12, Illinois 20. You basically, those are given, right? Those are given... You start off, that's your baseline, as a uh, Democrat running for president of the United States. He's got Biden 
at 198 to 208, somewhere in that range. This is rounded off to 200, okay? He's got Donald Trump at 330. 330. That is quasi-landslide material there. And we can only hope we need a landslide. James Carville says he's popping champagne at 10 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 Eastern. And you know that he's going to be popping champagne ostensibly for Joe Biden? I don't think so, Mr. Carville. I think that what McCullough is measuring here is that voter enthusiasm. And he's got Nevada, Arizona, Colorado. He's got to Biden, which doesn't surprise me. Most of the map, if you look at his map, it's... it's it's blue on the ends and red in the middle, just as you would expect. Michigan goes to Donald Trump. Wisconsin goes to Donald Trump. North Carolina goes to Donald Trump. And Florida, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is huge. All this he's predicting goes to Donald Trump. Illinois in the middle is the only patch of blue besides Colorado among the sweeping uh, red picture. So it's... It's very important to remember that there is a dynamic and an element that's not measured in a poll, and it's the enthusiasm level. Uh, yeah, I'll vote for Joe Biden because he's got a, a D next to his name. And so my ledger register question is, is very poignant, very on the point, I think. Uh, and that is, do you believe mainstream media polling? And I'll tell you right now, the uh, results are overwhelming uh, in one direction. And so please remember... When you look at these polls, remember the one thing that's not measured, especially when they oversample Democrats, but some of them don't. I just saw a New York Times poll. It's pretty even. I was picking it apart. What they don't measure is voter enthusiasm. Yes, likely voters, likely to go to the polls, likely to fill out the form. But these Generation Z and these, and these millennials don't even know where the mailbox is. Remember that. But the thing that they don't, measure is the voter enthusiasm and when it comes to voter enthusiasm advantage trump this edition of the ledger report is on its way the archives library of congress thank you for listening and watching i'm graham ledger and remember if today you hear his voice harden not your heart